Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody slept well last night and ready to hit the day running. And uh, appreciate you all tuning in and joining me this morning. Let's see all we have. we got uh, Miss Tracy Little, Amy Oaks-Turner, Darlene Barker, Michelle Fox-Harris, Miss Mousy, and Christy Lay-Aulis. So I appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning so we can get our day going in the right direction. So uh, keep me in your prayers. I uh, I'm, I don't know. I've got some kind of head cold, sinus effects or something going on, and uh, it's really uh, getting me down. So um, keep me in your prayers. Like I say, I'm sorry to ask. Uh, apparently that uh, offends people uh, for, as a pastor to be asking for prayer. Uh, so that's uh, why so I'm uh, trying to quit putting anything on Facebook uh uh, it was got back to me that uh, somebody people were getting upset. So, uh, but if you could keep me in your prayers, I'd appreciate it. So, but anyway, let's go ahead and do our uh, pledge of allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. all right, praise the Lord for that wonderful pledge we get to say each morning and um, you know we as I always say you know we do live in the greatest country in the world and praise God uh, where we do get to live at but I really feel like they're using this whole um, COVID thing as you all know it's it's more political motivated than it is an actual uh, pandemic I believe you know is it real yes there's people in our church who have died from it you know so I don't take it lightly uh, so don't don't think that, but don't stretch the imagination. But um, but I think the government's using this for control. Uh, you know, so I you know so don't think I don't take it serious. But uh, I've been having more and more problems with it. You know, I've 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 got a lot of health issues. You know, that's no secret. And I keep a lot of upper respiratory problems. I didn't want to get the stupid shots. Had I just didn't want to get it. In fact, I, I honestly think I had COVID for it because right before it hit. Uh, that that Christmas before it hit, I had checked every box. They said I, I had a fever, wasn't a flu, wasn't viral. They didn't. I was suffocating. I honestly think I had it. But anyway, so I got stupid shots, and ever since I got this booster, I have been. It's, it's really attacked my immune system. It's it's. I've been sick ever since. I mean, I just can't seem to shake it. And I won't get another. I tell you right now. They're already saying that. Uh, well, you may have to get another booster in every six. I don't, I don't care if it's one month, six months, I, whatever. I'm not doing no more boosters. I, I'm done. I done what I'm supposed to do. I'm, I'm finished with it. And then um, we get a text message from uh, uh, Daniel Boone High School saying they're going to start uh, testing our children. So I call up to the central office and I'm saying. What's going on? Well, the woman answered the phone says, I don't know what you're talking about. And I thought, oh, Brandy, I said, now how do you send out a mass text and the person there working says they don't know what you're talking about? I, I just, I didn't, I, I didn't understand that. But anyway, they got me to the person I need to speak with. And they said, oh, it's not, uh, man, it's not forced, it's, it's voluntary, and it's for asymptomatic. Because I thought to myself, because some of these places uh, across the country are, give, are giving our kids shots without parental consent. And I want to make sure uh, they ain't touching my kid unless uh, I give consent to be tested or to get the shot. So I want to be sure on that. Uh, I don't want any monkey with my kid now. I don't, you know, that's a, you want to get me hopping mad, you, you mess with my family. But um, 
this whole uh, fiasco uh, with the COVID situation and uh, what uh, the lack of what Biden's doing and uh, what he's enforcing and the very lies that he said that he wouldn't do and he's doing and uh, you know it's all over the news this morning and it's just uh, uh, more and more freedoms being taken away and guys I'm telling you uh, like I said I understand hello Alan and Jennifer appreciate y'all tuning in uh, I understand uh, you know they. Uh, 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 they they want control. They want socialism. That's exactly what they want. And uh, it's so schizophrenic in how their way of thinking and how they, uh, if it is a conservative doing the very things that they're doing, oh, they may be going, they're losing their minds, but it's okay for them to do these things. But uh, so we need to be careful, guys. We need, I think we're on a very slippery slope right now. And these upcoming elections, uh, we need to, you need to make sure, really pray diligently on who to vote for because we need to, get our country back on track it's it's getting misguided quick so anyway that's my two cents politically but let's look at our verse of discussion this morning if you have your bibles handy we're looking at acts 15 let me get over here on acts 15 here i meant to already have this flipped over here and uh goofing and doofing and uh let's see here all right sort of acts 15 and um I'm going to bring up the slide so you can read uh, the main verse I want you to look at. But I'm going to start at, um, uh, let's see here. I'm going to start with verse 37. But you can see the slide here that's focused on 39. Verse 37 says, Now Barnabas wanted to take with him John called Mark. But Paul thought best not to take with him with him one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with him to the work. And there arose a sharp disagreement. So they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. All right. But the main focus we're going to look at, though, is 39. There occurred a sharp disagreement that separated one from another. You know, as Christians, just because you're a Christian don't mean you automatically get along with everybody. Uh, there's sometimes going to be personality clashes, and uh, it makes it difficult because, you know, God's Word tells us we are to love one another, uh, we are to build each other up, but uh, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're automatically going to like everybody. You know, I don't care if you're at school, work, wherever you're at, there's, you know, sometimes there's always that personality clash, you're just not going to get along with somebody else. And uh, believe it or not, not everybody likes me. I, I know it's hard to believe, but... Uh, not everybody likes me, but I, I tell you, when I have uh, worked at different jobs, a lot of jobs I've worked at was in the medical field and uh, worked extensively in that, between that and working with uh, individuals with uh, developmental disabilities, uh, which, you know, if it wasn't, if I wasn't a pastor, that's really where my other passion is at. I've just, I really enjoyed that line of work, but I've worked predominantly with a lot of women and uh no not disparaging any of you ladies out there hello amy appreciate you tuning in there oh no are you already on here since you're watching okay never mind i already said hi anyway not trying to disparage women in any way shape form or fashion uh but uh how can i put this diplomatically uh when working with 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 ladies <laughs> sometimes there can problems can arise among the ranks okay and uh uh I have been suckered into uh, uh, getting placing my foot in my mouth because the ladies that I have worked with, not saying any of you, but the ladies I have worked with may have a problem with another young lady there. 
And they say, well, so-and-so's not pulling her weight, and so-and-so did this, or so-and-so did that. And they'll come to you know, I've had them come to me, and, uh, and I may say, yeah, I know. I've noticed that she's not doing this, that, or the other. And then next thing I know, uh, apparently they're all sisters under the skin. Even though there's a conflict with this one, apparently because I'm a man, <laughs> they, 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 some, they, they ran to let this other one know, even though they were the ones talking about this individual, ran to the other person and say, well, you wouldn't believe what Matt said. And they say, I know, I got a whole office full of women mad at me, and I don't even know what I did. So, you know, <laughs> that's created conflict. Another woman I worked with, and uh, don't mean I'm not trying to get down on women. It just these are just my experiences. Sweet as she could be, wonderful lady, loved working with her. They promoted her to a supervisor, and I'm telling you what, guys, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, her her whole attitude, her persona, everything changed, and she was became a very nasty individual. Now, I know it's like I was kind of attacking the women a little bit. There's been a lot of guys that I've worked with. See, I've I'm. I like to cut up, and I like to joke, and I like to play. And some people, they're very, you know, rule-oriented. You know, it's like, you know, this is exactly what the rule book says. This is what you do. You don't do this. And it's landed me a lot of trouble. And me and a guy, uh, you know, we were kind of friends, but we about come to blows. I was working over here at the Plasma Center, and he, uh, I was joking around, and I threw something at somebody, teasing, and everybody's laughing. All of a sudden, he went off. He said, we don't do that here according to the rule book. I mean, he literally was quoting the rule book, you know, like anybody read the rule book. Here's the, 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 the conduct you're supposed to have. And, and he went on supervisor nothing to me. And I, he got in my face. I got in his face. And they say we didn't have much to do with each other after that. And, uh, and just, you know, that's, those are, are work-related experiences. So, I've, uh, so maybe it's just me. I, I've had conflicts with both men and women. So, so don't, don't think I wasn't trying to particularly pick on women this morning. So please don't think that. I don't want you ladies uh, coming after me and, and beating me to death. So, but um, even though that's happened in, in these jobs outside of the church, uh, even for me personally, <clears throat> excuse me, have had uh, personality conflicts uh, with individuals within the church. And that makes it very difficult because and it puts you on a very, and I've not always handled things the way I'm supposed to. I've not always handled things where I should on social media or handle way things face to face and and not always approach things with uh, with that air of love and understanding and i think it's hurt my ministry to a certain extent and it's it's hurt my testimony to a certain extent uh you know and not to make excuses you know uh, but prior to going into the ministry i i'll be honest with you guys i i was really out in the world a lot and the dynamic between my interactions with those in the world and those in the church uh, is very different. And my attitude uh, has been a, a real, you know, I've been in the ministry now full-time, I see, it's year 2022, it'll be 17 years now that I've been in full-time ministry. It's hard to believe. And it's been a real learning curve for me because uh, the way I handle things in the world and the way I handle things in the church are completely two different things. And I didn't always, and, and, and as someone in the ministry i should have been holding myself at a higher standard and showing more understanding showing more love and showing more sympathy and empathy towards those who are volunteering within the church or whatever it may be and because of those personality clashes i didn't always handle it the way i should and that's why it, 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 it heaps on uh, more guilt and conviction of well i wish i'd have said this i wish i'd have done this differently i wish i'd done that differently but you look back even with paul and barnabas that they had this sharp disagreement 
because you know we, we that's why I wanted to make sure that we come back up here and read that uh, you know Barnabas wanted to take John called Mark and Paul said it, it's not best to take uh, to take with them the one uh, who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia. So apparently he uh, uh, you know he was with them once before. He bailed on them, and Paul's like, I don't want nothing more to do with him. That's pretty much what Paul's saying. And there was a sharp conflict. They still loved each other, but then they kind of went their own different ways. And so, you know, you see that even among the apostles, uh, that conflict, personality conflict that arose among them. You know, as Christians, my friends, um, uh, we've got to uh, uh, make sure that we are uh, approaching our brothers and sisters with that spirit of understanding. You know, something my dad told me many, many years ago, people act the way they do for a reason. You know, sometimes somebody may be very introverted and don't say much. Somebody may be very loud and obnoxious. Uh, I tend to, when I get nervous, I tend to talk a lot. And uh, I don't mean to. And uh, it's an annoying habit. It annoys me, you know. But when I get nervous, I, I, I don't know when to shut up. I just I talk a lot and that gets on people's nerves. Or I, or, or I joke too much because uh, I like to make people laugh. And out of my nervous energy, I try to turn everything into a joke. So that annoys people too. And I don't mean to. I'm, I'm kind of awkward sometimes around people and um it's so i don't always convey uh the the maybe the the attitude i always should and people don't know how to take me because i have a very smart aleck sense of humor so a lot of people don't know how to take me years ago when i thought about becoming a teacher i was a teacher um, assistant at uh, university high and um, i was teasing with the children and uh, they ranged from say kindergarten first grade on up to eighth grade and uh, I tell you what, a, a, a prepubescent girl is uh, not somebody you want to tease with. I, I was joking with this little girl, trying to make her laugh. Had the opposite effect, and it made her cry. And the more I tried to get her not to cry, the more she cried. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But um, unfortunately, even at the church, I've had some people leave because of personality conflicts. And looking back, I wish I'd had met those conflicts with more understanding, with more humility, putting away uh, whatever problem I had with that individual and approaching it with a Christ-like love. And that's what we have to do. We have a mission to get the word out. Uh, we have a mission to spread the gospel. And you're not always going to get along with everybody. And sometimes, uh, it, it, to my detriment, sometimes I'm quick to, when I first meet somebody initially, thinking, man, I don't know about them. But then I get to know them, like, man, they're cool. They're really cool people. And so that's, a, that's, a, that's an obstacle I have to overcome at times as well. So not only as a pastor, I have to be overly careful uh, with our volunteers and those within the church uh, and how to approach situations. But even, uh, you know, as a Christians ourselves, you know, we need to put aside those personality conflicts. Maybe try to get to know the individual a little better, overlook those tendencies uh, and uh, under, come at it at an approach of understanding if maybe they're acting the way they are for a reason. Maybe they've been hurt by another church. Maybe they've been hurt by other Christians. Maybe they grew up in very rough uh, household, uh, you know, maybe they were uh, verbally, physically, or sexually abused as children. So they, uh, that's why their personalities may come out the way that they do. And so when we have a job to do, you know, I show my nerdy side, um, made me think of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. And Commander Riker had a problem with a, a cadet 
that he had to work with. And Picard told him, said, uh, is this a personal problem or is this a professional problem? He said, uh, he said, professionally, this individual's doing what they're supposed to. It's personal. He said, well, I suggest you get over it and get the job done. And uh, I know it's a very, my, my nerd side is, is being exposed here, but that's basically what we have to do. we got to put away the, uh, the personal problem and look at the professional and get the job done. And if it's in the church, we've got to work together to get the gospel out. Now, that doesn't matter if that's when you're working with children, working in small groups, committees, whatever it may be, that we get the job done and put aside those petty differences. And you may have people at your jobs or that you're around that you just can't stand, that you just you have problems with. And there may be good reasons why you have problems with those individuals. But you need to make sure that you're showing Jesus Christ. That you're showing, you know, not to be the world's doormat. You know, that's what my dad told me many years ago. You're not the world's, just because you're a Christian, I think people think we're the world's doormat. We're just letting people wipe their feet on us and go on. That's not the case. We're not to be the world's doormat. But, it's, you know, we need to stand up for ourselves. But at the same time, choose your battles. There's some things worth fighting about, and there's some things you just need to let go. It is tough. You know, I've worked at, like I said, I, fortunately, I've worked at a lot of jobs. You want to pay him, Jones, and happy birthday. Uh, but I've worked a lot of jobs, and um, I'm not proud of that. I'm embarrassed. I've worked a lot of jobs I've because of personality conflicts, because I've had problems with authority. You know, I've, I've, I've bounced around a lot of places. And, but it is tough uh, when you are working hard and you look over and see some turkey over there that ain't doing a thing. And they're the ones that are usually best friends with, the, with management, and they're the ones who go outside and smoke out there. And then the, and the management comes in and it gets on your case about something that's not done. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, maybe if your buddy went out there smoking and doing his job, uh, it would get done more efficiently, you know, so it makes you angry. But remember, when you're working, you work as if you're working for the Lord. You're not doing it for that boss. You're not doing it for anybody else. You do it as if you're doing it for the Lord. And I think y'all help you overcome and elevate yourself out of that problem of bitterness and resentment towards someone else. You know, it's not a matter, matter of, uh, you know, of spiritual levels. I think some people think, well, if I'm spiritually mature, then I shouldn't be feeling this way. And it beats on that guilt. It's just a matter of us trying to serve Jesus Christ, be closer to the Lord. And, you know, when those personality differences arrive, pray about it, seek the Lord, and say, Lord, how can I better approach this individual? How Pray for my resentment. Pray for my bitterness. Pray for whatever problem I have with this individual. Help me to show Jesus through my attitude and through my actions. And that's what I encourage you to do this morning, is to actually show that air of love towards your fellow man. We, with you know, individuals are like a bouquet, and when you have a bouquet of flowers, there's, there's differencing differences in diff how the flowers look and the arrangements. And, and as I said, we are a plethora of individuals made in God's image. And so let's make sure we, we overcome those personality conflicts. Let's make sure that we're showing Jesus Christ and pray about those differences so that you can come to some kind of understanding and show love. And, uh, you know, if you take a step back and pray about these things instead of automatically getting upset, uh, you know, uh, that could be a long way of being a testimony and a witness. You never know who's watching. So we always want to make sure we're that witness to those around us. Let's go ahead and pray. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, be with us each and every day. Let us serve you well. Let us show that spirit of Christ around us. And Lord Jesus, I just pray that uh, you help us each and every day to be a light to this world of darkness. Lord, for anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ, that you watch over and protect them, keep them safe and well as they're going out and about, work and school. And Lord, be with my daughter and those uh, going to school, that you'll keep them safe and well. My son, be with my wife, continue healing upon her. Pray to be with Kim Penix and Ginger Hood. And Lord, so many who are battling and fighting uh, COVID-related issues, cancer, Lord, that you'll bring healing upon them. Lord, be with us this day and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. My friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in and watching this morning. And hello, Mike Yensley. And I hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.